Live on radio, live online. This is the locker room on Joy 99.7 FM. Hello, good evening and welcome to another edition of Locker Room Live here on the Joy 99.7 FM. My name is Ori Kwampofo and I'm standing in for George Adu Jr. And today is a big day in Ghana football because after 103 days, the Ghana Premier League finally returns and we are ready uh, because the first half of the first game of the season is currently ongoing and that's between Accra Lions and Elmina Sharks. Uh, what we do know is that the game is currently tied. The second half should be starting any moment from now. And it's a good time to get some updates from the Accra Sports Stadium. And uh, we have Yao Ampofu Jr. on the line. Yao, it's a pleasure to have you on Locker Room tonight. Uh, what's the first half been like at the Accra Sports Stadium? Well, it's been a dominant display from Accra Lions. The first half... Um, they possessed the ball, they kept the ball, they kept their shape. Um, they were baffled by the presence of Elmina Sars. They, they were able to keep their ball through and through. So, um, for the first half, I would say, um, Odate Lampe, in the second half, as it stands now, they have changed the base of their system that they are playing. But, um, well, if you look at the setup of Akar Lions, well, they know what they're about, the movement of their players, their off-the-ball movement. The way they pick up the ball, they know where to pass, when not to pass. So, uh, basically, it's been a car lion through and through. Uh, has had some decent chances last season. He was a top star of the, the division in the division football. So, it's been, it's trend to it's been dominant display in the first half by a car lion. But in the second half, I think, um, well, it was almost a goal from a car lion, a season set by the fighter. So, it's Things have changed, and I think um, the old boys in the Ghana Premier League are trying to show the new boys that, well, you are new, but we are the old boys, so we'll find the finishing for you if you cannot find the back of the net. Well, yeah, let's talk a bit more about Carlisle. You were impressed with how they were playing. Uh, the German coach, Rainer Kraft, he's done fantastic work since coming in in 2019. Uh, I saw you talking about and tweeting uh, on your Twitter account about the changing system from a back three to a back two. Can you throw more light on how they've built up play and what have, has made them so attractive so far in that first half? Okay, so um, with a build up of play, we are just set up in a 3-4-2-1 system or 3-4-1-2 uh, system with uh, Amigo and then um, Ado on the wing. Now, when they were building from the back, they had one of their uh, the center back, which is the man in the middle, moving into midfield. Then they, they created a two-man uh, center back pairing, creating opportunities, creating a four-back, uh, four midfield players, uh, which is in the midfield. They had four players in the midfield, and then in attack they had five players. Now their wingers, the, the natural wingers who are supposed to be wing backs, were turned into attackers, which is wing attackers. That actually unsettled the uh, Amina Sad boys. And I think in the second half, um, uh, the, their manager has actually found solutions to it, and then they've also changed their system to a feedback system. All right, Yawan Pofu, uh, right before I wrap up with you, a final question on the stadium atmosphere. First off, were you asked to show proof of full vaccination before you entered, and were fans uh, mandated to show that before they entered for the game? Well, uh, one thing we got to know before the start of today's game was... Um, a club official were not told that um, they will be, uh, be checking vaccination cards. So, um, as it stands, when I was entering, no, nothing of that sort was checked. Um, from the fans' point of view, I asked a few fans when I got here that, well, did they actually have, uh, were they actually checked? They, they told me no, they were not checked um, at all. So, it's nothing like that has been checked. The COVID, uh, COVID 19 cards were not checked here in the stadium, and then the fans are here. They're, well, Akan Lions is not so much of a last uh, club, but they have a few fans, about 200 or 300 fans at the stadium. All right, thank you very much, Yao Ampo, for this. It's quite interesting that he mentioned vaccination cards were not checked just about 24 hours ago. Kato Kroku said 
at the GFA Congress uh, at the Ghanaman Centre in Pram Pram that there would be a no vaccination, no entry policy, which meant that fans had to show full vaccination. Uh, maybe, just maybe, it hasn't started rolling out yet. There might be some time given to fans uh, to try and get that second shot or maybe that first and second shot. But as things do stand in the Ghana Premier League, the first fixture between Accra Lions and Elmina Sharks currently sits at nil-nil. Uh, but there will be other games, of course, in the Ghana Premier League. And joining me in studio is Mishai Ikueno, who will be taking us to uh, the fixtures for match day one. Mish, uh, what are we to expect in the Ghana Premier League this weekend? So tomorrow, one fixture, we will take place at Accra Sports Stadium, the adopted home of James FC, and they will be hosting Asante Kotoko there tomorrow afternoon at 3 p.m. Kotoko will be trying to reclaim the title they lost to Accra House of Folk last season by starting out against James FC. Sunday 31st, we will see majority of the Ghana Premier League fixtures with Midiama travelling to Bichem United. And Brekum Charles will be playing Bibiani Gold Stars and the people of Citri will be so happy to see their side play top-flight football for the first time in 24 years. And in Techiman, we'll have Ashanti Gold play versus 11 Wonders. Wonders will be hosting Ashanti Gold in Techiman. And House of Folk will start the title defence against Legon Cities at Accra Sports Stadium. Carolina United will host Indiana Stars. King Faisal will play against Wafa. And Real Tamil United, who will be playing the Ghana Premier League for the first time in 10 years, will be hosting Great Olympics at the Aliu Mahama Sports Stadium. All right, thank you very much, Mishai Ikueno. And it's now a good time to hear uh, from Dr. Nyaho Nyaho Tamaklo. He's the board chairman of Heart of Oak. His team would be starting their title defense with a home fixture against Legon Cities. He sounds pretty optimistic ahead of that big one. Hello, I'm Lee James, host of Sports World on the BBC World Service. For the best of previews to the sporting weekend, listen to Locker Room on Joy 99.7 FM. Live on radio, live online, this is the Locker Room on Joy 99.7 FM. So Accra Hearts of Oak, the Ghana Premier League champions, uh, were knocked out of the CAF Champions League. They couldn't make it to the group stages after losing out there to Wadad Athletic Club, who have made it to the finals only in 2019, won the competition in 2017, won the Super Cup in 2018, and really have made the semi-finals um, the Adormas, a place where they can go and always rest. Well, even though a lot of people have been talking about Accra Hearts of Oak, there's a growing feeling an inkling right now that the performance of Accra Hearts of Oak indeed truly gives us a picture of where Ghana football is with respect to this. Adriano Stars played against the North African Giants, were not able to survive. They lost by six goals to nil again. Accra Hearts of Oak tried to improve their result by six goals to one. There is still golfing class between what we're doing here and what the teams who win in Africa do. So we're going to have a chat. Of course, Accra Hearts will have another opportunity in the CAF Confederations Cup playoffs. Hopefully, they can make it there and show us what they've got. But it's time to have a discussion on where our football is and what we need to do to try and bring it up. Joining me for this chat is a former Ghana Football Association president and a ranking board member at Accra Hearts Civil, Dr. Nyaho Nyaho Tamaklo, joining me for this discussion. Doc, how are you doing? I'm fine. How good, are you? Good. I'm fine. I'm fine. Fine. And it's good. It's good to uh, sit and talk physically. This time, not on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> we had to do a lot of Zoom, so exactly. I yeah, exactly. yeah, everything is good and fine. Yeah. So, let me let me just take your initial reaction. I mean, when you when you watched the game, across the book went down by uh, three goals to nil in a space of about 20 minutes. What what was going through your mind then? Well, I think when the game started, and I noticed the the move of the Moroccans, I got worried. Mm. You can see that you are facing professional footballers. Yeah. The way they handle ball, the mm. way they pass, mm. and the way also they are let on the pitch. Yeah. Now the second point I noticed was that after after the third goal, yeah. 
I got alarmed and I quickly accepted the fact that our standards are not good. Mm. And the quality of football in Ghana has to be looked at again. Mm. Because mind you, House of Folk won the National League. Yeah. Now, if I compared when I was a small boy years back, mm. uh, when people like CK Jamfi and others were playing, yeah. they did to me a better work. They did a better way because this was during the period of uh, Kwame Nkrumah's rule. Mm. And Nkrumah injected a lot of funds into football. And football became the big game or yeah. the biggest game in the country. Yeah. Indeed, Nkrumah used to attend football matches mm. very often. Mm. I remember in those days we played the Moroccan national team. A club also came from uh, Dusseldorf, Fortuna Dusseldorf. Oh, Fortuna Dusseldorf. Oh, yeah, wow. they were here. Wow. They were here. And I think a club also came from Spain, but mm. I've forgotten the club in particular. We had a club also from Brazil. From Brazil. Bra yes, Brazil. Yeah. We've played around. Yeah. You see? So that will tell you the level of football at that time mm. was very high. And what I remember also was that. During Kuman's time, the coach who started professional work yeah. with, with the boys in those days, I think came from Sweden, the name was Stroberg or something. Mm -hmm. And he did a wonderful job, very wonderful job. Mm -hmm. And I think when he left, uh, that position was taken over by CK Jamfi. Yeah. And during the time of Nkrumah, we won the African Cup of Nations twice. Yeah. Then Nkrumah left. And I remember one interesting thing. Nkrumah was not able to present the cup and the gifts to mm -hmm. the boys then. Yeah. Where he was overthrown around that yes, And I remember Adodamiti, who was once a star captain and a, a key central defender, mm -hmm. who was captain House of Folk for years. Yeah. You know, appealed to me when uh, I think Kufo was in government mm. that we, we should try and at least honor them before they die. Unfortunately, Adudamite died a couple of years ago. Yes. Now, our third attempt, or our third winning, was under the leadership of General Kutu Achampo. Mm. He also put in a lot of money. The state put in a lot of money. And the interest of football grew. Mm. I remember very well that the players, after winning the cup, were lifted from the field, from the from Accra Sports Stadium, in the helicopter. Wow, that's big. To to Bemakam, I'm telling you, mm. to go and see the uh, what they call General Champion. Wow. You see, so this tells you how the state has been very eager and involved itself in improving the standards of football in Ghana. Mm. You see, now the last one we had, or our last win, was under the leadership of Jerry John Rawlings, mm. and that was even that was a bit ridiculous because yeah. <laughs> I think the work has been done during the Champion era and Akufu yeah. and others, and then uh, Jerry comes into office, and we have this huge man to play in Libya, and we we, we didn't have the money to fly the boys there. Mm. So Libya has to send a plane all the way from Tripoli to Accra, pick the boys there, and we went and defeated them. Wow. <laughs> and they never forgive us. Yeah, 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 yeah. They never, never forgive. I remember it was so beautiful. I think by then, Abede Pele was among the, the boys yeah. who played. It was a beautiful match. Yeah. And they came down. I remember the time they arrived, and the Air Force, you know, met them somewhere. In a, and guarded the plane down. Mm. I was then at the Polo Club where I was a member in those days. Okay. And it was so beautiful to see the jet fighters yeah. at the size of the of the of the aircraft and let them, you know, to land. Simply emphasizing how important exactly. football was to the government. Absolutely. Let, let's take it from your time when you were at when you were the 
Ghana Football Association president because I'm I'm looking at it and when when we have had these discussions I think even at Joy Sports anytime we have had this discussion we have said three main things we've said there's a lack of investment from the government from the clubs we've said that we do not have the quality in terms of the players and then the last part is that we don't have the consistency because our players are flying out and everything exactly. so let, let's tackle it from one government um, subsidies or government's inputs into making sure that football is stable we've just spoken about these wonderful heads of state who were interested in football mm -hmm. the last time we had anything good on the continent was when Accra Hartsville and Kumasi Asantikotoko played in the Confederations Cup final. Luckily, that was under your reign. Exactly. What, what were some of the key things that you think worked out then, in 2004, that, that, that is lost when it comes to how government, you know, has to uh, put in that kind of input to ensure the clubs are doing well? I think under the administration of uh, Jacob Four. Yeah. He did a similar thing. Kufo put in a lot of money. Mm. In fact, under Kufo's administration, the boys, the boys started receiving the allowances in dollars. Yeah. Because I discussed it to Kufo. Right. I said, well, why not? We can do that. Well, by then, the economy was good. Yeah. And then uh, Kufo also allowed the boys to stay in five-star hotels if they travel. Mm. Now, even in Ghana here, when they are here, they used to stay at the beach hotel somewhere at Labadi. Yeah. You follow me? Now, uh, also, standard of play was very high. Mm. The boys then were good. They yeah. were committed. Yeah. You see? And their demands were not that uh, outrageous, yeah. if I'll say so. Yeah. Now, uh, the match between House of Folk yeah. and Asante Kotoko yeah. was quite an interesting match. Yeah. If, I'm sure you were, you were there. Yeah, you were not yeah, there. Yeah, yes, you have not. Two, three, I, mean, I was present because ways, I yes, was yes. in the FA boss. Yes, you were the FA boss. You I was it. present and it was a beautiful match. Mm. And has uh, won that match. Yeah. And I remember very well when uh, the cup was going to be presented. Mm. I suggested as if it was that it should be done, done jointly. Kotoko should come and join us to, to receive the cup. Yeah. And uh, I tried, no, no, I tried my best. And no, I, the, I remember President Kufo to me, I'll leave, leave, leave them alone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it is a, but Hass rather was not happy mm. that Kotoko joins them okay. to receive the oh, cup. Okay, uh, okay. That, that was what that happened. Was and I, I thought it wasn't that nice. Mm. Honestly, it wasn't that so nice. the quality was. The quality was very high. High, that, high, please. I'm trying to remember who the league sponsor then was. Was that the ABC? Was it was it ABC or the was league it... sponsor was ABC at that time? It was ABC at the yeah, time. ABC so when you look at, at when you look at league sponsorship and what the clubs were getting and the fact that players were not demanding so much, did it did it create a good environment? Like, you know, so players were in there because I I think about the kind of players, some wonderful players who played in that game we had in this country for some time and both teams started with different routes conquered the whole of africa and we had that final mm -hmm. in, in 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 ghana, in ghana so yeah. what was working what were the factors that were working is it the sponsorship is it the clubs is it I, I, I don't think it was because of money mm. honestly these were boys who were committed they were committed to their clubs and they were committed to the nation. You follow me? Yeah. Yeah, because um, I mean, them at that time were peanuts. But they played their hearts out. If you watch that final, you see, yeah. they played their hearts out, yeah. and they were able to to, to 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 get to the level that they got before they played the finals. Yeah. You see. Now, we saw the same thing happening during the era of uh, Kwame Nkrumah, mm. where players virtually are given nothing, but they excel. And I'm telling you, Brazilian club that came here with Pele, 
I remember very well. I've forgotten the name of the player. Pele was so impressed about the player. And there's a picture. You see the two of them. Is, is it Badi? 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 If you call the name of Razak. Razak, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, these are, these are fantastic Abdul footballers. Razak. You have to watch them Abdul Razak. play. Yes. Eh? Then you Body come boy. to Polo. People Mohamed like Polo. Polo. Mohamed, you see, unfortunately, well, I don't know whether films are there. Mm. But if the films are there, I, I believe all coaches in the country the, should make sure they show this thing to the boys to see. Is it that they were not tempted that much? The, the, the players of today say, they have a lot of temptation because they're thinking more about their future after the game and all of that. Is it that these Mohamed Polos and co were not tempted that much? No. And all the environment was too good for no. them? As I said earlier, they played football with commitment mm. from their hearts. Yeah. The boys now are being destroyed, if I'll say it, and I'll say it, mm. by so-called managers that they have these managers are just after money and nothing else. So these young boys don't get matured. They really, really don't gather the experience, and then they, they are sent out. Mm. Most of them go out. They don't get good clubs to play for. And if they did, most, many a time they are just ben bench warmers. You follow me? Yeah. And these are very worrying things. And I think it is it, it, time the FA really t it, uh, took a good look at it. You follow me? Yeah. Because if they are not careful, it will destroy football in this country. Now, as we sit down, there is no outstanding Ghanaian footballer. If you know one, tell me. Because but when you say... And, and, and I had this discussion with Mercedes, who said the same thing. Ah. He says there's no player at the moment who can produce magic. Absolutely. So when you say magic, at, and, and to be fair to everyone watching us, Absolutely. when you say magic, we're talking like Abidi Pele who can Absolutely. Magic. These or, are Opolo. Yeah. Opolo, somebody who can... Mohamed Polo, or Razak. Razak, or Baba Yara, this, this, Baba or like, Yara. people who can... People who can produce magic. See, Amadou Aku said, all these boys are, yeah. they were wonderful. For, you have to say, I hope the films are there. Yeah. The Ghanaians, young boys at that time, I was a small boy, but I remember very well. Yeah. If we, these are wonderful footballers. Look, if we come down to one thing that happened when we played Hustle Folk, during that period, I think I was even in detention mm. at Champion Time, so I remember very well. Yeah. Because the, the noise was so, so, so loud that I could hear what was happening in the cell. Yeah. The match was played at El Wak. Mm. The so-called miracle of their work yeah. with the fearsome five for Hassel Folk. I mean, go, we were down by, I think, two goals. Yeah. And they did that magic. Mm. So I believe if these boys really love football, then they should show the interest. That they want to play. That they want to play. But so... There's a, there's, a, there's a little gap here for us now. Mm -hmm. Administrators want the boys to stay and put their career ahead of everything. The players say they want to be comfortable. And the baseline of everything then becomes the money that the administrators will have to put out and push in there. Some administrators, if you look at it, are doing very, very well. Mm -hmm. They are trying their best to get there. But if you look at the whole scale in terms of all the the Ghana Premier League clubs, or you look at clubs in general, there's a big issue of money. Is oh, it, is it, is it, is it, isn't that uh, one of the reasons why these players are going out and uh, wanting to look for greener pastures? Is there anything that infiltrators can well, do? Well, many a time I would say they are deceived mm. by the so-called managers. I've seen quite a number of cases in that uh, when they are told they will be getting X amount of money, Extra money outside. Maybe. outside. A thousand dollars a month. Exactly. They go there, nothing. But in House of Folk now, we are paying some players more than thousand yeah. dollars a 
Amen. No, for sure. You follow me? For sure, yeah. Um, the investment the chairman of the board has made into us, of, we have no idea. The big, it's a big investment. As I talk to you now, if you go to Pubimam, what do you see there? You believe it. Yeah. You follow me? Yeah. Here. Yeah. The land has been there. We bought it years ago. In fact, we bought it after I left. No. Yes, we bought it after I left as chairman of Accra as folk. Not as long. Long ago. <laughs> and it was lying down there fallow. Yeah, that's Until the recently, we decided to develop yeah. it. And work is going. But for the rainfall, mm. which have been disturbing the, 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 the progress of work, what you see that you won't believe it. If you like, you take a, a, take, a, a, take a short visit to I'm that place and see. Yes. And then secondly, we now have our own commercial effort, office. Mm. You follow me? Because football really must be commercialized, as is done in the, in the civilized countries. Yeah. We've got an expert in that. You follow me? And then we are also going to bring down our present secretariat and come out with a four-story glass house. It will, be, it will happen soon. Mm. You follow me? Mm. Now, so you can see the level of investment that the Bochama has put into this. All he wants, all we want as, 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 as uh, members of the board or even administrators of Hasfo who supporters, is for the boys to come out with their best. Because they have been careful. Mm. I can say here that we don't owe any player, as I speak now. Yeah. There's no outstanding, uh, uh, what do you RAS, call it? Arrears or anything. Or salaries, whatever. And when they travel, Parties they are well whatever. looked after. Yeah. They stay in comfortable hotels. Yeah. So you see, at times it becomes a big of a problem. What is really happening? Is it because they don't take their time to study? Or maybe lack of proper training? Mm. But if you watch the Moroccans, I mean, nobody will tell you that this happened. And they were relaxed. They're that is what really surprised me. Yeah, but don't they, they have experience? They've been playing exactly. this for a long time. And one important thing, one important you can say they've been together for a long time. Yes. Now, one thing that I think we should have a look at is our league calendar. Mm. We are always late. Mm. Now, these were have had, I think, about six matches. Eight matches. Eight matches. They played. They even played so, a competitive game uh, on the Thursday. Look at a that. Hot game on the Thursday. Look at before that. They before they So you can see. You can see. That they blend beautifully. Mm. So these are some of the things definitely where we have we, to touch, to, to touch so, on. So and I think that the, in that part, the the, the calendar, the, the calendar, matter is. Definitely a responsibility of the FA. Yeah. They have to look at it. Yeah. Because we are the only at the country that I know in football that we are always late. <laughs> yeah. Always late. And that affects uh, yeah, yeah, of course. The, the boys. Yeah, match fitness. Exactly. And, uh, match fitness. Bringing them up to speed. Exactly. See how competitive they can be. Exactly. It's clearly a problem because, exactly. yeah. And, 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 and again, so some were calling for maybe the FA putting together a competition, but that one has its own rules because. Some clubs may not want to play ahead of the season. Exactly. The starting, yeah, they may not exactly. be interested. But, but the, 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 the so league itself is the best thing. Yes, the exactly. league is mandatory. So, yes. so if you play an opening, it sharpens your skills yes. and everything. Yeah. yeah. So design. Doc, you know, everybody watches this Accra Hasbrook team, and and it is on the list of everyone that this is a good team. Has is putting together. Mm -hmm. I mean. Mohamed Alassan, Robert Addo, Fatau, Radio Vuka, Dechi, mm -hmm. Nete, Salif Ibrahim, the players that you have added to it, likes of Salim Adam, Suraj Seydu, Benjamin York. Mm -hmm. These are fantastic youngsters. The hope for everyone is that Hartsville can keep them for maybe three years or four years, like Hartz did in the build-up to winning, winning the Champions League right. in 2000. Right. Now, that is the challenge for you. Yes, it is. And, and in this challenge, you have to mix keeping their heads on, keeping them happy, uh, and making sure that they are okay. How, how, are you, how are you planning to do this? Because I've spoken to you, I've spoken to quite a number of the board members, and, and you are clear on the project. How are you hoping to make these boys happy so that they don't leave the club uh, just in, in, in a 
already people are worried that you know Afutu had gone with the, with the issue of people would love to see Afutu in the squad and that no player goes out and you can have a, a squad that will be hopefully winning the league going to Africa getting knocked out and finally getting to the job how, how is the board hoping to solve this Professor, let me talk on Afutu's exit. Yeah. Afutu's exit wasn't because the club couldn't meet his demands. Mm. Not at all. Mm. That was quite a different thing. Yeah. Now, the boys we have now, as I said earlier, there are some of them who are making quite a, a handsome income. Yeah. That's all of them. I don't want to mention them yeah. here. Now, it is the wish of the, of the board that these boys will stay together. And we are doing our best to keep them together. Mm. So, many a time, their salaries are brought up. Yeah. You follow me? Yeah. They are, their needs are met. Mm. You follow me? And I can see that has of all at the moment is a club one club that pays its footballers regularly yeah and all allowances are paid mm. you see for one reason it comes out outstanding and he wants some additional money these are things that can be discussed yeah there are, there are things that you can discuss oh, because can you be discussed. yeah because your team is good yeah, and, and, and the likelihood that one or two will come out of exactly. is very, very, very high. Yeah, these are things that can be discussed. Mm. We have to spend millions of dollars to, to, to keep him. We shall do that. Yeah. 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 And um, I just said that uh, one of the players of uh, what? Yes. Mm -hmm. Was bought recently for about 1.8 million dollars. When, it, when we get to that level, and of course, he was an exceptional player. Exceptional, exceptional player, you can see. Banging in goals for them, yeah. So, if we can get such a player, amongst us, and he wants $1 million, we have to look for it. I, I, would the board be looking at buying players who have won the Champions League before, or players who have played at that level before to you know, augment the, the score that you have at the moment? I think it all, it all falls into, and maybe give us a reason why Awaku was needed somehow because of his Africa experience. Okay, yes. Somehow that is not coming in. Exactly. Would you be tempted to look out outside Africa, I mean outside Ghana, to get players who are at that level to beef up what you have? Yeah, I don't know what we have now. The players we have now, if they are they, they, they're good trained enough. properly, yeah, they, they are. You see, there are a lot of things that we don't have in this country mm. when it comes to materials training materials. Yeah. We don't we really don't have much. But some of the balls when they are kicked, the way <laughs> they curve into the goal. I mean Technique. these are things that are practiced regularly. Regularly, yeah. They are practiced regularly. Mm. So I would rather say that we should look for such materials mm. huh? and make sure the coach works on them so that the boys will be able to practice. You can see. Yeah. Look at the free kick the boy took. Yeah. I mean, nobody expected a carpet shot. Yeah. Nobody. And that's what we're saying. That nobody that expected a carpet shot. Leagues, they can even, like, they allow Messi to lie down because just in case the guy does that. <laughs> and uh, and we're the boy and just... Up and then I the mean, ball goes down, so. not even the goalkeeper anticipated yes, it. Yes. You see, so I think we have to be a bit careful. What I believe this nation should do now, because... To me, we are in crisis. Mm. But when I look at House of Oak Boys yesterday, my own club, yeah. uh, they, 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 they were taken on our words. Yeah. It was just on the second half, you saw them coming up a bit. But I mean that. Well, totally lost. They were totally lost. Now, we have to go back to the drawing board. Mm. The coach must do his best. You follow me? Yeah. In all areas that has to be put right must be put right yeah and we must know that we are playing competitive football yeah not just football for a joke you follow me yeah now if we are able to acquire some of these equipment that is used abroad mm. for the boys to practice with, and the practice might be continuous i mean i mean 
free kick we won't mm-hmm. go like uh, Salah mm-hmm. not just take free kick or mm-hmm. penalty mm-hmm. he had practiced a thousand times yes well we don't have access to this we don't have access to this equipment mm-hmm. see and that's a big blow mm-hmm. you see because the match we lost yesterday tells you exactly the level of football in Ghana in now. Ghana yeah we are not doing well. Yeah. We just talk. We are not doing well at all. We are not doing well. Yeah. And if I, when, when I watch our match with South Africa recently, that the blaster with South Africa, yes. that even confirmed that. Yeah. And the worst matches that I watched recently was our match with Ethiopia. Yeah. At the Cape Stadium. At the Cape Stadium. Yeah. No, no. The match that we played in Zambia, to me, we were lucky. The Zimbabwe game. In Zimbabwe, rather. That uh, we, we were, free kick from Thomas. We Martin. were lucky. Yeah. Was it not one nil? One nil, just one nil. We were lucky. Yeah. So you can see that the whole structure has to be looked at again. Mm. There's something definitely wrong with football. We just to get in. Uh, what, what is your frustration at the Ghana Football Association? Um, we are about to start a league on the 29th of October, that's supposed to be on the fri- on Friday, this coming Friday, league is supposed to start. Mm-hmm. Um, we still do not know about a headline sponsor. We don't know about a title sponsor. That actually means less money for oh, clubs absolutely. like Accra Hatsipo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's disturbing. You are playing in the Confederations Cup. Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, traveling on the African continent itself is very, very complicated. Mm-hmm. Before the boys arrive, like, I mean, the kind of money that you have to put in. Mm-hmm. How frustrated are you that you haven't had any news of, uh, of a title sponsor and maybe some money at least to question what you're doing so far you are talking about the national team yeah the national i'm talking about the national the ghana, i'm talking about the ghana premier league yeah, exactly. let's say that we have a, a sponsor that has come in with a huge amount be two million dollars that every club is going to get at least some eight hundred thousand dollars or something it's a bit disturbing yeah. very disturbing let me be frank with you now we all had hope that this new administration will be able or will be in position to get investors into, into the game I'm always surprised that nothing has come till day, to today. Of course, investors want to make sure that when they put in their money, they can get something after. Mm-hmm. They might have watched the level of our football, yeah. and they know that we are nowhere success at the moment. Mm-hmm. They know it. You follow me? So I think the FA itself will have to get up, work seriously now, and that can only happen if they see to good pitches. Mm. I'm talking about fields. Yeah. Most of our fields are useless. So you can see that yesterday yeah. it it exactly that it, 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 it reflected on the That's on the match of the play because our, our boys are not used to yeah. these things. Yeah. They, they, he takes it, we might have kicked the ball so slow, but the ball runs faster. Yeah. So most of the passes went to the wrong people. That's right. So, so these are the things that you have to say to that. Mm. The also must make sure that structures that are needed to build football in this country are put in place. Mm. You see? And uh, they now, they're going to go out now seriously to look for investors. Yeah. They must, it must be a job that they have to do themselves now. Mm. Because if they just sit down and they think the investors will come, they will never come. Yeah. And that is going to, to, to reflect on this new league that we are going to start. Right. Well, there's no money. Yes. Let, let's just wrap it up. And I'll just touch on a, on a few things. Let's start with Hearts of Oak still have a chance to play in the CAF Confederations Cup group stage. So there's going to be uh, playoffs. I've had a look at the teams in the pots that Hearts are going to play against. Pyramid. Yes, Kabili, uh, Al Masri of Egypt, mm-hmm. Cotton Sport of Cameroon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we see as Faxian, Tunisia. Those are good, good teams. The chances that we are playing against the North African side is really high. And if you escape the North African side, because there's Aris Bekani as well. So if you, if you escape the North African side, you are going to play against Cotton Sport Dugarua. Hello, I'm Lee James, host of Sports World on the BBC World Service. For the best of previews to the sporting weekend, listen to Locker Room on Joy 99.7 FM. 
Live on radio, live online. This is the locker room on Joy 99.7 FM. So we're still here on the locker room on Joy 99.7 FM. And uh, let's talk about some basketball now. We just heard from Nyaho, Dr. Nyaho Nyaho Tamaklu on How to Folk and talk about Ghana basketball because this weekend we'll be seeing the Congress uh, to find out the new president of the Basketball Association. That's for Ghana. David Ashong has been the president for close to a decade. And uh, there are two people or two aspirants who would be running and we'll be quickly getting the thoughts of both of them uh, we'll be starting off from Atto Vaness who wants to start a national basketball training institute when he is voted uh, for as president of the Ghana Basketball Association the purpose of basketball which I've explained are the three levels we look at the developing basketball as our goal and when it comes to the objectives we have three levels the governance and administration level the the technical level technical and facilities level and we have the the sports the basketball sport or we will say the game level now if we look at to begin with how do we get people to the kind of level that you are describing first of all that's to make sure that we our capacities to that level so in the long term we're going to have a basketball training school that basketball training school is not just about if you want to go into basketball administration you need to go to that school get some courses build some badges if you want to do basketball journalism you for example and your colleagues have you ever had opportunity to go to any basketball training in basketball reporting yes but we could do more so that school is going to cater for basketball administrators basketball uh, uh, journalists basketball coaches basketball referees basketball players well running up against uh, Atu Vaness in the basketball congress would be Dr Andre Kwesikuma who says he would also be aiming to start a national junior basketball championship okay it's multifaceted uh, what we plan to do is that when we get into office within six months, we should come out with a national basketball plan, uh, which about a 10-year plan. We have short-term goals, medium-term goals, long-term goals. Within these goals, there are various things we want to do. One of the straightforward things we've got to do is to set up um, or establish national championship for GHS students. Now, when we do that, you can imagine when kids see their colleagues on national TV or in, on social media playing basketball is going to ignite basketball playing among the youth, you know, under 16 and lower primary school, etc. So they'll be playing all over the country. Whether even if it's on Sunday court, playing has to go on. Okay. So this is how can we start developing the talent from a very young age, from six years, seven years, ten years. And of course, that also goes with effective coaching. So when we have good coaches scattered all over the country, in fact, every district must have at least one coach, must have at least one good basketball coach. Then we start harnessing the talents. So these kids will feed into minor leagues, will feed into the regional leagues or district leagues, and then we have a national league and harness the top talents. Then we can get into Afro basket, Olympic Games, World Cup, etc. Well, from basketball in Ghana, let's move to basketball overseas and specifically talk about the NBA. And joining me in studio is Joel Botti. Uh Joel, it's a pleasure to have you. The Lakers uh, did not have a good start to their season, uh, losing all the preseason games that they had. And so far this season, they recorded just two wins out of five games. Interestingly, they lost to Oklahoma City, who themselves haven't been the best and have been struggling the past two seasons. What do you think is going on with the Lakers? Um, Mariko, greetings and greetings to your listeners as well. Um, with the Lakers, with the Lakers, I think that they are, they've had a bad start to the season due to chemistry issues. I believe that they are still a great team. And as people say, they're a super team indirectly. They have the likes of Carmelo Anthony. They have the likes of Anthony Davis. They have Westbrook, who they brought in during the summer. Uh, I believe that they're a team that we can still look forward to as 
an exciting team to watch. So I believe that though they are struggling at the moment and have had chemistry issues, I still think that they have what it takes to, to take it to the final. Let's still stick with the Lakers. Uh, LeBron got injured during the game against Memphis Grizzlies, uh, which they ended up uh, being victorious. Do you think uh, LeBron's injury is a big concern for the Lakers going forward? And do you think they can improve on their finish amongst the top seeds in the Western Conference despite the poor start? Um, Everybody knows LeBron James. We, We know him as one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Um, he's averaging 26 points just this season in the last five games. And you know that's a very, very good good record. And um, I think with LeBron's injury, is going to be a concern for the Lakers because if they don't have LeBron, he's the, he's the one who unifies that team. If he's not there, they're going to struggle trying oh, to get James, themselves on their feet. And I believe World that what they need is to get LeBron fit. And that way they can sail through all the way to the final. Though they may have a few losses in between, I don't think it will be a big problem as long as LeBron is there. He, he has the leadership quality. He has what it takes to, to, to take this team all the way to the, the playoffs final. And quite quickly, Joel, before you wrap up, uh, who do you think will be a threat to the Lakers this season in the West? This season, I'm still tipping the Phoenix Suns to be a threat because they were able to reach the final last, last season. Once you have Chris Paul in your team, you have um, um, Aiton, you have uh, Devin Booker, you're still one of the top top teams in the East. And I don't think anyone in the East is as top as the Phoenix Suns. They've shown to us that they have a good coach and they know what they're about as a team. They were not able to win it last season, but this season, I'm tipping them to worry the Lakers. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Joel Botte, and he's of the sports desk. And earlier, we heard from uh, the two aspirants uh, for the basketball, Ghana basketball president uh, that w- would be decided tomorrow at Congress. And we heard from uh, Kwesi Kuma and Vanessa, who are both running to try and replace David Ashon. And we, we got the two interviews there. Uh, from Michelle Iqueno, who spoke to both aspirants. But let's now go back to the Craftsport Stadium. In the first half, when we went, it was nil-nil. Muftal, you seem to have enjoyed all the goals in the second half. Uh, we are minutes away from the final whistle. 1-1, can you first tell us the, uh, how did those goals come about uh, for Elmina Sharks and then Accra Lounge? I, I, think, I think they've been very comical goals. Um, um, two goals gifted away by, by the goalkeepers. Uh, first, it was from the goalkeeper of Accra Lions. Unfortunately, he came out of his line when a corner kick was taken in. And uh, knowing very well that he, he was far away from the ball, he tried punching the ball, missed it, and it dropped. And uh, Michel Sapon tapped into an empty net. And uh, it happened six to four minutes into the, into the game. And uh, just about uh, 10, 15 minutes, after they had taken the lead, uh, Elmina Shack goalkeeper made a horrendous mistake and Akron Lions grabbed the equalizer. He also came out in attempt to drop the ball first time. He failed and it was an easy tap for Raul, who got the equalizer for Akron Lions. Um, in terms of the quality, if the Ghana Football Association needed and compromised out or advertised to the world that the Ghana Premier League is back, I think this game has shown that. Uh, Akron Lions, due to a bit of inexperience, could have won this game because they dominated the play so well. Their interplay was very good. But they were coming up against Alumina Shack side that is so, so experienced. So in the end, it ended 1-1 after the referee added four minutes uh, after the revolution time of 90 minutes. So four times here at the Transport Stadium. All right, thank you very much, Muftal, for making time to join us here on the local room. And the first match of the Ghana Premier League season uh, saw Accra Lions being held at home 1 1 to Elmina Sharks there. The first goal of the 2021-2022 Ghana Premier League season was scored by Michel Sapon, who is on loan from Heart to Folk. And uh, Raul Salifu, he got the equaliser much later for Accra Lions. Uh, but let's move overseas and still talk football and talk about the English Premier League. And tomorrow, there are some more mouth-watering fixtures uh, to look forward to in the league. Uh, we have Arsenal, who will be travelling to the Kim Pa Stadium to face 
Leicester City. Burnley at home against Brentford. Liverpool would look to continue their superb form as they play Brighton. Manchester City return to the Etihad against Jordan Ayew's Crystal Palace as Newcastle would be at home against Thomas Tuchel's Chelsea. Watford are at home against Southampton. And the big one, Tottenham Hotspur would be at home against Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, who's under a lot of pressure. And Manchester United would need to get a win in that one. And that's the game that we'll be just talking a little bit about. Mish, Nuno Espirito Santo, he is under pressure uh, for Tottenham Hotspur. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, he's also under pressure at Manchester United. Who do you think needs the three points the most on Saturday between these two sides? I don't know if I'll sound uh, discriminatory, if that's a word, but I'll pick Ole. Because if you look at the two jobs... Ole is the one under most pressure. He has the, he's at the club with the most pedigree and with the most uh, resources and the most expectations to do better considering his squad. When you have a squad with Sancho and Ronaldo, Bruno Pogba, you are expected to, to do better. And you can make the arguments for Nuno and say he has players like Kane and Son. But overall, United have the better team and then they are not expected to be performing the way they are performing this season. And so, yes, Ole is under more pressure to get the three points at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium this weekend. Well, it's it's going to be an interesting tie. And it would really tell the future of maybe not Tottenham Hotspur so much. But for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, who there's been talks of replacement all week. He really needs a big performance, not just the result, doesn't he? Yes. And speaking uh, from what we know from reports outside, he was supposed to be gone this week. But, you know, uh, interference, let me say, from Alex uh, Ferguson. So, if he doesn't manage to get a result this weekend, maybe it might tip over the decision of the board and be like, nah, we need someone new in. And then we know Antonio Conte is looking to get the job. And we know what Antonio Conte can do. Even if he's not going to win a title immediately, he can steady the ship and make sure that United finish in the top four and they would rather compete instead of getting blown away by other top league competition like Liverpool as happened last weekend and Manchester City and at this moment United have probably their biggest run of the season back to back difficult games they are going to go to City they are going to play Chelsea they are going to play they probably play Liverpool they have Champions League fixtures and things are not looking so good but at the moment Ole seems to have the backing of the squad and the board, and most importantly, Alex Ferguson. So, uh, yeah, he 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 needs to get the results to make sure that things are maintained in such in in that manner. Well, that that definitely wraps it up uh, for us on locker room today. But uh, Michelle, you quite quickly uh, before you go in ten seconds, do you think Oligan Associate has what it takes to turn this around? He, I should say he, ha- he has it because he proved it to us last season. At a point in time last season, United were in a similar situation, if not uh, worse. And he managed to turn things around and they finished second. Or Yeah, they finished second. And at, at that point in time, we all thought that United were not even going to finish in the top four, but they managed to pull up some incredible results. And uh, they finished the season quite strongly. They even made the Europa League final where they went 10, 10 for 11 on the penalty shootout. So he should be able to do it, but... but it, it might have to do with the personnel, like let's say we have the Ronaldo argument if Ronaldo is really there. So it's it's quite difficult to say, but yeah, he should be able to do it. He's done it before, so yeah, he he has the case of history on his side. All right, thank you very much, uh, Michelle Yukueno. And this was another edition of Locker Room Live here on the Joy 99.7 FM. And quickly before we go, remember that just because something doesn't